I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News. Mostly cloudy tonight, the low down to 4. A wind chill advisory is in effect tonight until tomorrow morning with wind chills as low as 10 below zero. A Murfreesboro woman has been sentenced to 50 years in prison for killing her ex-husband. The Jackson County State's Attorney's Office reports 41-year-old Alexis Stallman received the sentence this week after she pleaded guilty in 2023 to first-degree murder in the death of Edward Stallman, who worked for the Illinois Department of Transportation. Alexis Stallman was taken into custody in July 2022 and charged with three counts of first-degree murder and one count of aggravated domestic battery. The incident came to light after a crash at an IDOT work zone at the intersection of Highway 127 and Ava Road in Murfreesboro in July 2022. Edward Stallman appeared to have sustained a puncture wound to his chest that was not consistent with a vehicular crash injury. He was pronounced dead shortly after arriving at the hospital. Witnesses revealed Alexis Stallman came to the IDOT worksite and reportedly argued with her ex-husband just prior to the crash. Alexis Stallman's vehicle was still on the scene when detectives discovered a bloodied kitchen knife in her purse on the front passenger floorboard. DNA analysis revealed the blood was that of Edward Stallman. A Carbondale man has been convicted of a, as a habitual criminal for bringing a pistol into the emergency room at Memorial Hospital of Carbondale in 2022. The Jackson County State's Attorney reports 27-year-old D'Angelo Gray was found guilty after a three-day trial of one count of armed habitual criminal, one count felon in possession of a firearm, and one count felon in possession of firearm ammunition. The Illinois Supreme Court has upheld a 2019 law that consolidated suburban and downstate police and fire pension funds. The idea was to combine assets from all the local funds into two, one for police and one for fire. The increased buying power would generate greater investment returns and fewer funds to management lower overhead. But plaintiffs from more than a dozen communities filed suit, saying the law diminished their local pension board's power to choose and manage their assets. They also claimed their assets were damaged by startup fees during the transition. The state's high court said local asset management is not a constitutionally protected benefit, and the plaintiffs didn't show how those fees would affect their eventual benefit payouts. Governor J.B. Pritzker called the ruling a victory for taxpayers, local governments, and first responders. I'm Alex Degman. An iconic establishment in Carbondale is officially for sale. Hangar 9, a bar on the Strip, is being sold by owner Sally Carter. A news release reports Carter is selling the business in the hopes of finding some new blood to continue the legacy of the bar, which has hosted thousands of shows spanning all genres of music, making it a staple in the Southern Illinois music community for decades. The sale will include the building, the existing business, and all furnishings, fixtures, and equipment. Carter purchased Hangar 9 in 1980. The facility was rebuilt in 2010 after a snowstorm collapsed the roof in 2009. Landmark Realty Group, based in Carbondale, is handling the sale. Illinois State Senator Dick Durbin discussed a surge in violent threats against political figures, public officials, and government workers as we approach the 2024 election. Durbin says... The spike in violence can be attributed to the grievances of former U.S. President Donald Trump. All of these individuals have been targeted simply because they continue to fulfill their duties to uphold the law. All the while, former President Trump has refused to condemn the actions of his supporters and at times he clearly encourages them. And yet we rarely hear any of our Republican colleagues criticize their de facto leader for his public threats of violence or his encouragement of his most extreme supporters. Durbin notes election workers at all levels have been targeted through bomb threats at work, death threats, and other violent threats and acts. According to the senator, 
Judges, jurors, and officers of the court have been recently targeted along with those holding various positions at state levels. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.